What's up, buds? What's up? BJ, Ooh, and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. And I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yep. I didn't finish SmackDown. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I and actually, I didn't watch Dark this week. No? I watched Elevation, Did you watch not Dark. Yeah. Not I, Dark Vanilla. Okay. I, How about uh, you? I watched most of the broadcast stuff. Except SmackDown, because I still don't have a Chromecast. Right. Did you watch NXT? Um, yeah. I watched NXT. Me too. I watched most of Raw until I fell asleep. I didn't watch Raw. Because Matt Riddle was amazing. I watched Ring of Honor. I did not watch that. So. But yeah. Things are going to slow down at work a little, so I have more time to watch. There you go. Some shit. Actually leave on time from work and stuff would be cool. That would be cool. Well, why don't we kick this week off, as always, with Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. Monday Night Raw. Uh, so, at the beginning of the show, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville announced Randy Orton won't be there and is not going to be. They announced the triple threat for the last one, last spot in the, Raw's last spot in the Money in the Bank match. Okay. Um, and Randy Orton wasn't going to be there and be in it. So they were going to have a over-the-top battle royal to determine who takes Randy Orton's place. So okay. Riddle rolls in and he's like, listen... I'll compete with everybody else, but I want to take Orton's place and help him get his spot. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to win the Battle Royal, I'm going to be in the Triple Threat, I'm going to win that, and then Randy's going to be in. And Pierce and DeVille are like, okay, sure. Why sure, not? why not? So, Riddle goes out into this Battle Royal and fucking wins it. Nice. So, um, they... Added some, uh, or they made some storylines go a little bit further. Like the Mustafa Ali and Sora stuff is moving uh, along through moving this match. Right along. Um, they did some more twenty four seven bullshit, which was stupid. Right. Um, yeah, it was the same shit over and over again. Tazawa's in the champion. Our Truth beat him. Then Gulak beat Truth, and then Tazawa beat Gulak, and. Whatever. Um, and then Omus comes out and pulled both the Viking Raiders out and got them eliminated. Okay. So, um, and it came down to Priest and Riddle. Okay. For the last two. And yeah, Riddle ends up picking up the Riddle. Riddle. And yeah, goes on to the triple threat. Riddle, Riddle, so. Riddle. I did notice Michael Cole called him Riddle. This week? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was paying attention to it on Raw. Um, but yeah, yeah. Riddle, he riddle. Cole went through when I don't know if it was like the competitors. Yeah, because right? he was it was during the Owen Sammy Zayn, and he's like the winner of this will join blah 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 blah, blah and Riddle. Yeah, and the Money in the Bank ladder match at the Money in the Bank pay per view live mm-hmm. on Peacock. Yeah, live from the cock. I love it. Oh, I do. Um. There's some more stuff with Nia and Reginald and Shayna. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Um, and then we got Nikki Ash now, which is going to be her name, Nikki Ash. Correct. Almost, almost a superhero. You probably formally remember her as Nikki Cross. Right. You buds out there. Versus Shayna Baszler. Yes. And uh, Nikki picks up the win. I picked up the win. So, with another roll-up, but yeah, there was more. Bliss came out, hypnotized Jags. Whatever. She's a superhero. 
Yeah. Not Bliss, but Nikki. Right. Nikki Ash. Um, I'm fine with the name. I don't know why she had to change it, but I'm fine with it. She wanted to. This is like all her, I guess. That's what I understand, too. I'm just saying. Yeah. Let her do what she wants. Um, I am. We need more of that in wrestling. I am. She's an adult. She can do what she wants. Right. Uh, Kingston comes out and cuts a promo on Lashley and MVP. And then MVP comes out. And I kind of want, like, the way they did the, this, these promos, I want a match between these two. Like, that's your SummerSlam match there. Just talking about how, you know, MVP's been milking his injury and walking with that cane. And, that cane. and then MVP comes out and he's like, you know, I, we're already looking past you. Like, the, you're nothing. Right. Like, we saw what Brock Lesnar did to you. Bobby can do it faster, like, yeah. That'd be great if he did. Yeah. By like a second or something like that. Right. Um, and then, <clears throat> yeah, MVP finally makes his way to the ring and ends up trying to hit Kingston with his uh, cane. And then Kingston goes for a trouble in paradise, but MVP ducks it and gets out. So. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, we got some Eva Marie and Dewdrop stuff. Yay. And, um, yeah. They're still teasing more breakup and okay. all that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and I think the match was next. Yeah. We got a rematch then. Asuka and Naomi versus Eva Marie and Dewdrop. And basically, Eva Marie went to do the same thing this week. Tag herself in and Dewdrop looked at her and got out of the way and ended up picking up the win uh, over Oscar. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Ricochet versus John Morrison. This was just a fun match. It ended up in a double countout um, because the ma- or John Morrison's sitting on the barricade like mm-hmm. fucking Humpty Dumpty. And Ricochet springboards off the top rope and just fucking cross bodies him over the back of the barricade okay. into where the crowd would be. And double count out. Double count out. But it was fantastic. I, I bet those guys would have a fun match. Yeah. I'm, I I would say it's 90% likely that they had a match in Lucha Underground. And it was probably fucking fantastic. That's true. So There's probably somewhere. Yep. Um, and we got a six-woman tag okay. of Rhea Ripley, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke versus Charlotte Flair, Natalia, and Tamina. And Charlotte ends up getting a, getting the win over Mandy. Okay. And then after the That's match, Ripley attacked Charlotte. So, um... The re- way releases have been, I'm surprised Mandy still works there. Right. It's just the way she looks, probably, for Vince. Um, oh, Riker's just getting ready for his strap match against Elias by beating. Oh a God, I don't thing. want to see these two wrestle anymore. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't like. I don't want to hear about it. every yeah. week. It's Elias and fucking Riker. I keep forgetting about right. both of these guys, and they right. keep showing back up, and nobody cares. Nope. And Riker wins the strap match. So. Um, Hopefully this is over. Yeah. And then backstage Riddle is 
hanging out, like, acting like he's Randy Orton, and it's hilarious. And Priest shows up, and he says, hey, Riddle, no hard feelings, you know, good job. If you want to go to Burger King after this, we can. Nice. And, yeah. And they're going to go to Burger King later, and it's fantastic. Is um, this a sponsorship deal? I Are think they being so. sponsored by Burger King? I think so. But it's great. Because, yeah, there was a tweet then later in the night. It was Damian Priest and Matt Riddle at Burger King eating the new chicken sandwich. I think that's what it is. They're it does that look new good. Sandwich. Yeah. It does look good. And, uh, but the great, like, they tag Randy and say, hey, when you come back next week, we need to go get this. This is a great sandwich. But if you zoom in, it's so tiny. Yeah. There's a little picture of Randy Orton with them on the table, like, leaned up against one of their cups. And it's fantastic. So. And then our main event. Main event. Uh, last chance money in the bank qualifier. Triple threat. Drew McIntyre versus mm-hmm. AJ Styles mm-hmm. versus Riddle. All those guys. Yeah. Great match. Drew McIntyre does pick up the win. Um, almost had some interference. And uh, McIntyre ends up hitting Riddle with the Claymore. And so Drew McIntyre's in. And I'm really afraid that he's going to win this and hold it for a year and not be able to cash in on Bobby Lashley. I really think that's where it's going. That would be good. It's interesting. It's never been done before. Like, Bobby Lashley holds the title for a fucking year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we forgot to text me. I just sent it. I that was it. 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And that was Monday Night Raw. And with right. that, we'll move on to Ring of Honor. Yeah. We get, as always, Welcome to the Show by Quinn McKay, who previews and recaps last week. Um, And then we got... Oh, then we got the video packages from both Matt Taven and uh, Dutch and Bateman and Vita Von Starr. Okay. And uh, Matt Taven actually ends up winning their match against Dutch by nice. disqualification because Bateman and Von Starr attack him. Uh, Mike Bennett comes out for the save on Taven, and then Vincent shows up on the screen and cuts another promo on him. So maybe eventually they'll just have a match, them being Vincent and Taven, and we can just be done with this because this rivalry's been going on for way too long, and I don't care anymore um, about any of these people. Um, And then we had the fucking Survival of the Finnish Finals, which I honestly thought was going to be at the pay-per-view, but no, they were here on Ring of Honor TV. Oh, wow. So yeah, I thought it was going to be too. Right. It's what, you, what do they get if they win this? Um, do they get anything? I believe it's a um, a a title match. Okay. I believe they get a title match. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh so the final uh it was elimination match between Chris Dickinson, Bandito, Demonic Flamita, Eli Isom, Brian Johnson, and Rhett Titus. And it was a pretty fun match. I like the elimination style of it. It was Lucha Rules, so when one guy got thrown out, another person could, the first guy in, could take his place. Um, And I think, honestly, those, in my opinion, that's the best way to do these multi-man matches. Yeah, It speeds the pace up. It makes more sense story-wise about, you know, 
who the legal man is and what's going on and why mm-hmm. people are just coming into the ring and getting hit and rolling right. out and another guy comes in. Like, it makes it make sense. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I do like that. Um, and in the end of the day, Bandito is your final survivor and winner. Nice. A survival fittest. I did look it up and then, yeah, they get a world championship. That's what I thought. Because I'm pretty sure I remember them on commentary talking about uh, Roosh paying careful attention. But that was Ring of Honor this week. Okay, nice. And with that, we'll move on to AEW Elevation Dark. Yep. Uh, Started off this show with the Gun Club, Billy and Colton, taking on J.D. Drake and Ryan Nemeth. Gun Club won. We had Penelope Ford versus Valentina Rossi. Penelope Ford won. Brian Cage took on Serpentico. Brian Cage won. Who better? Carl Anderson took on Wheeler Utah. Carl Anderson won. It was good to see you to hear though. Oh, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Uh, Brock Anderson, Dustin Rhodes, and Lee Johnson took on Adrian Alanis, Justin Carino, and Liam Gray. The Nightmare Family faction. Yep. The acclaimed. Uh, took on Matt Justice and PB Smooth. The acclaimed has arrived. It was dope to see PB Smooth and Matt Justice back. Yeah. Well, PB Smooth for the first time and Matt right. Justice back again. Yeah, I do like this a lot. Um, yeah, I like that they were getting some AIW guys down there. It sucks that AIW is coming back though, and now we're getting <laughs> all these guys and watching get fucking people signed. And yeah, but anyway, Rio took on Kylan King. Rio won. Varsity Blondes took on Aaron Rourke and Jake Logan. And the Varsity Blondes won. Thunder Rosa versus Catalina Perez. Thunder Rosa. The Blade versus Chuck Taylor. The Blade. The Hardy Family Office, which is Isaiah, which was Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, and Matt Hardy, uh-huh. versus Alan Angels, Alex Reynolds, and Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. You know that. Dark Order. You know the Dark Order boss, though. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. Fucking five. Uh, Hikaru Shida took on Rika Tahaki. Hikaru Shida picked up the victory. And then our main event. Main event. Eddie Kingston and Penta took on the hybrid, too. Kingston, Kingston and Penta picked up the victory. Yep. Yep. And that was Evelation. With that, we'll move on regular dark. Evelation. That's not even the word. Regular dark elevation? Yeah. Regular dark. Regular dark vanilla. Wardlow took on Baron Black. Wardlow won, I believe. Of course he did. Uh, Lee Johnson versus Mary, Barry Morales. Lee Johnson won. Abaddon. Versus Hyen? Abaddon won. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Marco Stunt. Powerhouse Hobbs crushed Marco Stunt. It was fun. 51 seconds. Nice. Uh, Lance Archer beat Kenny Bang... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Lance Archer won. (laughs) Kenny Bangle. Lance Archer won. That's a pretty cool name, too. Kenny Bangle. It's all right. Should be Bobby Bangle. Bobby Bangle. Yeah. Billy Bangle. Billy Bangle. They're a tag team. Yeah. Bobby and Billy Bangle. That'd be great. Tay Conti took on Charlotte Renegade. Tay Conti won. Um, Aaron Solo and QT Marshall versus Chad Lennox and Zachariah. Uh, QT and, yeah. Aaron Solo. 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 Frankie Kazarian versus J.D. Drake. J.D. Drake? No, Kazarian won. Yeah. yeah. And Helico versus Arhan Singh. And Helico won. 
Nyla Rose versus Holly Dead. Nyla Rose picked up the victory. That's a dope name, too. Yes. Holly Dead. Uh-huh. Uh, the Blade versus Sonny Kiss. The Blade. Julia Hart against Ashley De- D'Ambrose. Julia Hart. Uh, the Dark Order, Cabana, Uno, and Grayson against the Hardy family. Uh, boom, boom. Isaiah Cassidy, Jack Evans, and Mark Quinn. Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Because five wasn't there. All right. And Sean Dean versus JDX. Sean Dean picked up the victory. Yep. And that was our main event. That was the main event of AEW Dark. And with that, we'll move like on. Captain got a win. Yeah. Yeah. Got to give him a win every right. once in a while. Uh, and with that, then, we move on to NXT, Nephew Nephew. Uh, we started off this show with a women's triple threat tag team number one contenders match. Okay, that's a mouthful. Uh-huh. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Zoe Stark and Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. This was a fun match, actually. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, and Io and Zoe pick up the win. I won. So, I really want... I kind of wanted Dakota and Raquel to win, but... Me too. I wanted to see them... I wanted to see Raquel with the double belts. Me too. I think this will be EO's last match, though. Could be, yeah. Possibly. So... There's nothing else for her to do in NXT. She's done it all. She's beat them all. Right. Well, I guess except win the tag championships. Maybe she'll win those and... Run with it for a while. Try to get Zoe Stark over for a while. That's a possibility. I don't know. Um, Zoe's just missing something. I don't know what it is yet. It's her face. She's not missing a face, dude. She has a face. (laughs) (laughs) She's just missing a face that looks human. Uh, Johnny Gargano (laughs) attacked Karrion Cross. He did. True story. Yeah. But Karrion Cross ends up getting the upper hand. Yeah. Uh, okay, and they announced the NXT breakout tournament, and William Regal said it's like 800 fucking wrestlers in this thing. Wait, what? I missed that. Yeah. 800 wrestlers? Yeah. No. That's what it said. Are they having a ton of like 30-man battle royals down to the last two to get 16 guys or something? Or they're doing stuff on the independents and looking at that or something. I don't know. He said 800. That's That's what I heard. Holy fuck. Right? So. I'll watch it all if they give it to me. Fuck it. Right? That's a hell of a tournament. Yeah. Um... I have to keep my own spreadsheet for that shit, <laughs> which I would also enjoy doing at the same time because right. I like spreadsheets. Could, we, could you imagine if they actually posted the whole fucking tournament and like do like a March Madness with the tournament? The, they, they already had a couple uh, matches already, though. Right. So on two hundred five, I guess. Oh, okay. two of them. Yeah, I'm surprised that's still a thing. Right. So it was main event, dude. <laughs> Like, Where the fuck do you watch main event at? Fuck, I don't know. I have no clue. The UK, maybe? I don't even know if it's in America. Holy shit. I didn't know that was still a thing. Yeah. Well, that's where they've been doing, like, with Bronson Reed and Kerry and Cross and getting their matches in. They've had a couple matches on main event each. Oh, and they've been at, like, the SmackDown tapings <coughs> and shit. Okay. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So. Um, backstage... Hit Row comes up to Bronson Reed, and uh, Top Dollar says if Reed's a real champion, he'll take on Swerve tonight. Yeah. 
Isaiah Swerve Scott. Reed's like, all right. Fuck you, I got this. Yep. And so we're going to have that match later. Then he's got this. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Carrying Cross comes to the ring and wants Gargano to come down. Right now. And face him in the ring like a man. Right now. And Gargano comes down. And he's like, look, you may be bigger and get the upper hand, but I'm smarter. And Austin Theory, Austin Theory attacks him from behind. He sure did. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. And they beat down Cross for a little bit. They did. Yep. Then we got uh, Roderick Strong with the rest of Diamond Mind. Diamond Mine, sorry. Versus Asher Hale. Quick timeout. Yeah. I had this for news and rumors. Okay. But it fits here. Recently released Arturo Ruas, uh-huh. who I thought was a legit badass, and looked, yeah. I was really interested in seeing more of him. I uh-huh. hope he lands in AEW, right? And or New Japan, yeah. Um. Anyways, and we're Ring of Honor, yeah. Anyways, um, was originally planned to be in Diamond Mine. I heard that, yeah. And I think he would have made a fucking amazing addition to this faction, yeah, to be the muscle for these guys, right? That'd been great. Anyways, um. And then Cameron Grimes took on Aerie Sterling. Mm, to the moon. Yep, and Grimes won. Um, but after the match, L.A. Knight comes out, and Grimes challenges Knight to a match for the championship. Mm-hmm. And Knight says, I'll do it, but if I win, you have to be my butler. Yes. So, and Grimes agrees. Yes. I have no clue which way that'll go. None. Yeah, I mean... The butler stuff would be... I think pretty interesting. Yeah, it could be. So, um, Kyle O'Reilly. It won't be Charles the Butler good, but... Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Kyle O'Reilly comes down. Demands Cole comes down. Cole comes down. Uh, Samoa Joe then appears. And they start getting into it. And mm-hmm. Joe is hilarious. Because he's like, nope. Just test. Right. Oh. And then waits for a minute, then he finally calls security down to break it up. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had Mercedes Martinez and Jake Atlas take on Zia Lee and Boa. Um Fuck that kick to Mercedes yeah. Martinez. Yeah, she got kicked square in the fucking temple, like got knocked out, fell face first. Then she was like all curled up, and it it looked rough. It did look rough. Yeah, the rest I haven't heard to call it. I haven't heard how she is or anything. Me either. Um, well, she didn't get. Concussed. All I heard is the doctors looked at her, and then they did send her to the hospital. Right. So local medical facility, pal. Yeah. Um. And then oh, we're out in the parking lot now, and Cross is trying to leave, and Gargano shows up. And tries to attack him, but uh, um, Cross ends up getting the upper hand again, mm-hmm. and Joe ends up coming out and dragging Gargano back into the arena. Yes, which is great. It was great. Um, we got our main event: main event. North American Championship. Bronson <laughs> Reed taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yes, this was a great match. This was fun, and not mm-hmm. only was it fun, but surprisingly, mm-hmm. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Picks up the victory yeah. and is your new. I kind of expected Swerve to. I just didn't. because of the rumors of Bronson going up. I That's didn't, why I but it, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Right. But and new. Mm-hmm. 
North American champion, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And I like it. I mean, I like it, too. I like your roast. I'm fine with it. Yeah, they're good. They're interesting. I just love factions in wrestling. And if you want to hear more about it, you can hear about it on our other podcast, But Don't Watch Wrestling, where we talk about not wrestling and or, I guess, sometimes slightly wrestling wrestling adjacent. Yeah. Which is now wrestling. 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 Actually, that sounds like racing and wrestling. It'd be like... Oh, dude, they should totally do a Wacky Racers with wrestling. I'd be totally fine with it. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I want I want a video game and a cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. The live action. Do you imagine doing like fucking elbow drops off of a monster truck? Like, Monster Man's got this big old monster truck and then he does elbow drops on the fucking, I don't know, Doink the Clown in a little clown car. <laughs> I was more thinking like <laughs> fucking watching Penelope Pitstop come down to the ring with her fucking with the women's championship. Like we need to vote, yeah, both ways. There we go. I always wanted both ways. Yeah, you do. And with that, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? <laughs> yep. Wednesday night, Dynamite finally returns. Yeah, I haven't finally. seen the ratings for Wednesday yet. Ah, uh, back to normal. Eight, Saturday it was like eight fifty. Saturday's Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega did ridiculous fucking numbers. Yeah. And in the 18 to 34 demographic was like on Monday Night Raw levels. Almost. It was only off like a couple thousand. Right. So yeah, it was nuts. Yep. But let's get into Dynamite, Mm -hmm. BJ. So this is if Penta and Eddie win, they get a title match against the Young Bucks. And yeah, so we get this match. And uh, Penta and Eddie end up winning. Yeah. So, decent match. Yeah, Um, there's a couple stupid spots. mm -hmm. Brandon Cutler not stopping spraying the fucking cold spray even once he realized he was spraying Matt in the face. He just panicked. But the best part of this whole thing was the new facial hair featured by Matt and Nick Jackson, especially Nick in particular. Oh my god, yeah. They were Because he dyed it, or it's darker than his hair. Yeah. And it was great. Mm -hmm. Fucking great. Ridiculous. Uh... And then, oh, we get a backstage segment with... I think we uh, should say that Penta and Eddie pick up the victory here. I thought I did. I don't think I don't so. But, but yeah, Penta and Eddie, yeah. And, and now they get they, a title match. They do. Uh, Christian Cage, yeah, was backstage with Jungle Boy, putting him over. Yeah. Which was fantastic. So. Especially because Jungle Boy speaking is not his strong suit. Right. And then Lucha Soros and Marco Stunt come in and... Um, thank Christian and Christian made a kind of funny joke about he's a quarter dinosaur on his mom's side right. or something. <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was good. Christian's great. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's a dick, but he's great. Yeah. Uh, so Tony Schiavone and Ethan er, is interviewing Ethan Page in the ring about the coffin match against Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sting comes out with a coffin, and they play a little video of Darby, and then Darby pops out of the coffin and goes to attack Paige and, and Sky. Mm-hmm. And then Paige is like, um, No, you can't touch me. Yeah. This match isn't happening. Right. All right, maybe it will happen, but you can't touch me leading up before. to the match. Right. 
It's kind of interesting. And I found out why they did it, and it's kind of a good reason. So apparently there was a big mass shooting in Miami, mm. and so they didn't want to do a coffin match in Miami a week after, two weeks after this mass shooting. That makes sense. Right? I did hear about the shooting, but didn't put together the whole Miami yeah. deal. So yeah. yeah, so that's why. That makes sense. Yeah. It's called like being it. sensitive to the audience. Right. Kind of like it. Um, we got Jack Evans versus Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy picks up the victory. Yep. Handily. Trap, yeah. Yep. And then um, the rest of the Hardy family comes out. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, but Christian and Jurassic Express, rest, Jurassic Express come out. To the rescue. So, yep. Christian. And then um, <clears throat> MJF cut a pretty good promo on Sammy Guevara. Yeah, I did like For his these. match and Jericho. Yep. And then next week he's going to give Jericho like stipulations that he has to fulfill to get a match against him. So, yeah. Um, yes. Yep. And then Andre L. Idolo cuts a promo um, about Matt something. Yes, that was fucking great. You can't call him Matt Seidel, Matt something. Yeah. And the best part is, is, yeah, he's like, what's his name again? And then... Who was interviewing him? I can't even remember. I think it was Marvez. Yeah, Marvez. And uh, it's like Matt Seidel. He's like, yeah. El Idol- Andrade El Idolo versus Matt something. something. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so they're going to have a match next week. Which we already knew they were going to have a match. But right. Yeah. I don't know I why they're it. taking so long. Yeah. This guy's a fucking star. Like, he looks it compared to everybody mm-hmm. else on the roster. When he shows up, he feels like a star. He looks like a star. Right. It's great. Yep. It was like fucking when Moxley showed up and... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tony Schiavone uh, welcomes Kenny Omega to the ring next. Yes. And Kenny has followed suit and shaved his facial hair. And it's even more ridiculous than the other two, I think. He's got the big fucking chops and sideburns. Mm -hmm. Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu, yes. Great. Fantastic. I've thought about doing the Fu Manchu, because it would look ridiculous on me. It would. It would. Um, I like my goatee too much. Yeah. Goatee area. Right. That's This is yeah. part of where I want the beard is here. Right. Yeah, you got that weird chin. Um, no, I'm just I was going to weird chin. <laughs> you, you, don't, you haven't seen my chin since I was like 19. Right. I know. <laughs> um, anyway... So, Omega's like, look, I fucking beat everybody. There's no one left. All of them. All of them. And then the Dark Order come out, and they're like... Oh, my friend, there yeah. is one left that you have not beaten. Right. And he was like, who? Colt? You, yeah. Uno? Like, what the fuck? And yeah, he was like, no, not me. I'm talking about some cowboy shit. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the crowd started chanting cowboy right. shit. No one said his name. And then he was like... If I... Yeah. If I or if you're talking about who I think you're talking about, yeah, that's how he said it. I was trying yeah. to remember. Yeah, then uh, yeah, he doesn't have the guts to face me. Mm-hmm. It was good. We got a TNT Championship match. Yes, we did. Miro versus Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. Miro Pillman, won. yeah, Pillman Jr. held his own for like a minute of this, but most of it was Miro just beating him. Yes, and uh, yeah, he won. 
um, Dark Order's in their locker room, and Hangman comes in. He's like, why would you guys do that? Like, I'm not scared of Omega, but, like, you know. Right. Uh, don't talk for me. And they're like, dude, it's okay. It's time. Like, we know you're not afraid of Omega. You're afraid of failure. Right. And you've got this, and even if you don't, like, when I lost my title match, you still put me up on your shoulders and made me feel great because I tried and did my best, yeah. and we know you're going to try and do your best, so even if we fail, we're still your friends, and we got your back, man, and I'm like, fuck yes, yeah. it gets you in the feels. Paige has some good friends, man. It's great. Buzz, no, I don't agree with um, everything AEW does, but I think they've done a really good job with this Hangman Page storyline. Right. And even though at times it's went slower than I wish it would, and at times it's moved faster than I wished it would, all in um, all, it's still been a good story. Yeah. Just the pacing's been a slight bit off here right. and there, but it's still been really... But they also had to deal with the pandemic, so, you know. Yeah. And I honestly, like, the way it's going, I have no idea if he wins or loses when he finally does lose right. him. Because it could be either this time. Right. Right. This, this could finally be his redemption, but this could also be he loses, but he beats Omega, you know, mm-hmm. six months down the road, a year down the road, right. whatever. Right. I still think he needs to be the one to take it from Omega, though. Yeah. Yeah. Just as of when. I just, the only thing I hope it's not is they do a match before All in, Out, before All Out, that he loses, and then he wins it All Out. I don't want that. I think that's too quick. It's too rushed. I agree. Yeah. Um, oh, Taz uh, is talking if about... He, when he loses, mm-hmm. if he loses, I guess, not when, if he loses, he needs to fall out of the rankings. Right. Yeah. And then, like, work his, slowly work his way back up without, mm-hmm. like, quite realizing it. And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit, he's the number one contender again. Yeah. And, like, all that stuff starts to come, he starts to get down again, starts mm-hmm. to sure. try to brush off that he's the number one contender and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yep. We all know from his drug trip he wants it, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Taz announces that Brian Cage and Ricky Starks are going to have a fight. Yeah. July 14th, Starks, like is, Starks is cleared. It's going to be for the FTW title, and yeah. I have a feeling this is going to be... This is where Starks and everybody turns on Cage. Yep. Starks takes the FTW title so it can stay on a hill and with Taz's faction. Yep. And... Mm-hmm. And that's... Yeah. And then that's when Brian Cage makes his face turn. Yep. I'm ready for it. <clears throat> I also think down the road that sets up Powerhouse Hobbs taking over the leadership of FTW and when or of Taz's faction taking the belt from Starks at some point. some point. Because he gets jealous of Starks because he's... I'm bigger. I'd rather I'm him better. I'd rather no. I'd rather him leave the faction and beat Starks with it, and have it leave the faction for the first time instead of taking over. Yeah. Because then, yeah. Because Hobbs I, is going to be a fucking star one day right. too. Because I think Hobbs, Hobbs still has that backstory enough and everything that like a face turn for him would be easy. Yeah. And. um I'd rather see Stark stay healed. I like Hobbs. He feels genuine. Yeah. Yep. Um, we got this. Really should have main evented. I don't. I don't get this. But um, should have been main event. Yep. Uh, we have Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, DMD, and Rebel 
versus Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose. This is more and, fun than I thought it was going to be when they announced it. <laughs> right. I enjoyed it more than I right. thought I would. But Vicky should always be in the main event, so. Me too. Um, yeah, and then fucking Rebel goes to break up a pin and apparently uh, dislocated her kneecap. Yeah. So. They put it back. They did. And, um, when the finish came, Baker ended up putting Vicky in the lockjaw. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And one. And one. One, two, three. Or tap, I do tap, think tap. Vicky, like, Vicky getting out of the ring quick and, like, not selling that at all afterwards kind of bothered me. But other than that, it was all right. So, um, Hager and Proud and Powerful are ranting about the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Um... And making fun about, you know, when they attacked Malenko and... Then we got our main event. Main event! MJF versus Sammy Guevara. This was really fucking good. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. These are definitely two of the up-and-coming stars. And um, MJF is is closer to being there than Guevara is right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, and MJF picks up the win here, too. Because I still think MJF is arguably the best talker in all of wrestling. Yeah. Yep. Wrestler talker. I would say. Yeah, I'm thinking even not wrestler. Who else? You got Paul Heyman? That's what I'm... Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> Paul Heyman. That's who I'm putting. I, I think if you had unscripted Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. but he's... I mean, even the stuff, though, but even the stuff he's doing with Roman, he's a little perfect. too. Yeah, he's just a little too shtick. Yeah. Whereas MJF's only one is his, really is his catchphrase and better mm-hmm. than you, and you know it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was good uh, episode. Dynamite. Yeah, good episode it. of Dynamite. Glad to come back to Wednesdays. Me too. Um, with that, we'll move on to Thursday night Impact. Impact. I didn't want. I don't watch uh, Impact. Kojima was in the ring. He was supposed to face Eddie Edwards. Okay. And apparently, so W. Morrissey's whole shtick, apparently, is going to be that he hates people having friends. Oh. That's really what it is. So he... Who doesn't? Yeah. How dare Um, you have friends? Right. Whatever. And... um, So he jumped Eddie and um, told Kojima that, like, Look, you're alone now. So, oh, yeah. And Ryan Myers' music hits. I think we're alone. And he comes down with his new student, Sam Beal. And, um. Veal? Beal. With a B E A L E. Thank you. Beal. Um, yeah. And it, some stuff happens, and Myers and Beal try to attack Kojima. But Jake something still has, like, respect for Kojima even after their match. So he came down for the save. Okay. And uh, that's going to lead to this tag match, which is Kojima and Jake something versus Brian Myers and Sam Beal. <coughs> and Kojima and Jake something pick up the wound. Just curious, is he related to Matt something? No. Okay. No, they're different. Gotcha. Matt something's related to Mike something. Oh, okay. But Jake something's it's totally not related some, to the other guys. Different. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, it's like Samoa Joe. He's the Samoa Joe of the somethings. Gotcha. Like yeah. the outcast. Yeah. Um. 
Uh, he was banned from the family. Right. <laughs> um, Rosemary and Havoc won a tag title opportunity. And then we got Tennille Dashwood versus Rachel Ellering. Um, I want to guess Rachel Ellering probably picked up the victory if there was a winner to be had. Yes, she did. Um, they seem to be like, pushing what her. Bother, yeah, but what bothers me is they've been leading up to this match. This should have been held off a couple weeks for anniversary, in my opinion, but whatever. Maybe they're doing other things with or the no, No, they're doing, they should do Ellering and what's her fuck? Deanna Praza? For the title or Jordan Grace? Jordan Grace. Yeah. I agree. I think Eller Lane's going to work up to the title pitcher, but I don't think she's there just yet. Right. She hasn't been in the in the program long enough. She yeah. needs a little bit more time, but I think she's got potential to be maybe the person that finally takes it from Perrazzo. Yeah. I would shit, Perrazzo has been untouchable since she took <laughs> it from Valkyrie. Right. Or no, from Jordan. She beat Jordan yeah. for her. Yeah. Um, TJBP and Fala Ball. Took on Rich Swan and Willie Mack. I could see that going either way. Yeah, well, it didn't go anyway because oh. it was no contest because Violent by Design showed up and made oh. them all up. They are Violent by Design. They weren't. They weren't built that way, but they were designed that way. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about either. Um. Oh, and then Fire and Flavor. Demand the same title match. So Scott D'Amore says they're going to do it next week. Next so week. Havoc and Rosemary versus Fire and Flavor. Okay. Um, we got some stuff between Tommy Dreamer, Sammy Callahan, Moose, Chris Sabin. Because, yeah, Tommy Dreamers wants to make sure everyone's on the same page because they're going to have that six man tag tonight. It is going to be tonight. And, yeah, I don't care, but there it is. Um, Chris Bay. Took on Petey Williams. Petey. And Chris Bay ends up picking up the win. They're starting to tease a Chris Bay face turn, too, which would be cool. I agree. It'd be interesting Mm -hmm. to see him as a face. He's always been a heel as long as I've known him. Yeah. And um, because there was a big brawl after this match with all the X Division people, Mm -hmm. and Bay finally picked a side and joined the face side. Okay. So, yeah, that's why. Um, and, oh, they teased Sue Young coming back. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah. Um, Deanna's like, things aren't going well between, with Susan, so maybe we need Sue Young. Or Kimber said that. Kimberly said that. Gotcha. And then Jake Something challenged match to Brian Myers. Um, and if Myers wins, Jake will admit he, Myers is the most professional wrestler. Okay. But if Jake wins, Myers must say that he's a professional. Stupid. Steve Steve Macklin took on Manny Smith. Steve Macklin looked, uh, pretty good again. Yeah, that's what you've said two weeks, three weeks in a row, whatever it's been now. Still the the former Steve Cutlers. Right. It's just, it's good to see he landed somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then Brian Myers accepted that challenge. Oh, okay. From earlier. Yeah. And then we got our main event. Main event! Six-man tag. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Chris Saban. I don't care. I'm getting Omega and the Good Brothers. Well, yeah. Yeah. Over, the Good Brothers uh, hit the magic killer okay. on 
uh, Chris Saban. Mm. There were people that were like, why did Kenny Omega shave his uh, Fu Manchu already? He didn't. He didn't. This was taped in the past, guys. Right, Impact's been pre-taped for right. a while now. Yeah. Well, Elite, yeah. So it's Ring of Honor. A couple of years. Hate to break it to you guys. Right. It's not long, sister, sister. No, but SmackDown is. Yep. And we're going to head there now. Let's wrap up the weekly recap. Sister, that sister. That, that was, was a good transition. I know, dude. right? I was actually like, hey, we got to call that one out. That I, gr- I was going to give you credit <laughs> for that one. It was too good not to. Yeah. We're not usually good at the transitions, other than the ones that we've been using for a long time. Right. Um... Anyway, Edge comes down to the ring to start off SmackDown. Um, And if we ever get a soundboard, I'm going to add the sister, sister Sister, from like the actual song. That would be dope. So we can just hit the button. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's like, dude, I could have beat Roman if it wasn't for Daniel Bryan. I thought that's pretty cool, too. He's like, and I got the proof. And he shows this picture of when he had the fucking whatever it was, the stick, kendo stick or yeah. something in Roman's mouth. And there was like fear in Roman's eyes. And he zoomed in on that. And he's like, and this is, you know, then he zoomed in on his, his eyes. eyes yep. He was like, this is the man who, you know, beat the fuck out of you. Yep. And yeah, it was fantastic. When they cut to backstage and mm-hmm. Paul Heyman's just kind of standing there and Jimmy Uso comes into the picture. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, what, what are we going to do about this? Did you hear Edge out there? Did you hear how he was talking about Roman? We got to do something about this. He can't talk about the family like this. I told you I got his back just like he's got mine. And mm-hmm. Heyman says nothing. Like just nothing. Just yeah. stands there. Um, and then Rick Boogs starts playing Shinsuke Nakamura's music. And this makes Pat McAfee sit on uh, Michael Cole's face. He's up on his head and shoulders like like it's at a fucking rock concert. It was fucking great. It was, yeah. Uh, Yeah. McAfee's a... McAfee's the best thing that the WWE has had on their commentary team since both Morrow and Un filtered Graves when he was still in NXT. Because I thought Graves did an excellent job until he had the filter, production filter of WWE on him. (laughs) Yep. And then he got annoyed. Yeah. And McAfee just, he feels real. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like that. Like, Michael Cole, everything he does feels fake and forced. Right. And McAfee feels real. Yeah. And I like it. And he's out there just having fun. And Plus, like, he's just natural at this. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the natural gift of gab, apparently. <coughs> yep. Um, so, we're going to tag match uh, Big E and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin. So, and, when this yeah. started, like, you know, Nakamura comes out and then Big E's entrance hit. And I'm like... Why in the fuck is Big E facing Shinsuke? I'm so yeah. confused here. And then realized it was a tag match. And right. like, oh, this is dumb, but makes more sense. Uh-huh. I also realized that fucking Apollo Cruz's staff thing he carries to the ring, uh-huh. when you can't see like the tape that connects the top piece to the stick, like mm-hmm. when it's behind his body, but you can still see like the head of it over here and the stick coming down from behind him or whatever, mm-hmm. it looks like a giant fucking Q-tip. It looks like he's carrying a giant Q-tip to the fucking ring. That's great. 
Um, in general, Aziz was there too. Mm-hmm. And then Baron Corbin was the last out, and I thought this was hilarious. He, he hasn't just, shaved his head or his face, uh-uh. and it's he's just, he's just so, so depressed. Right. He mopes down to the ring. Right. It's so good. Right. I'm telling you, like, I know you hate the idea, but like, actually, he sold it this there, week. Right? Well, like, he did it well this yeah. week, and so I was going to tell you, like, this yeah. sold me on the idea. Yeah. So they have this. For I think I had it. We had it for news and rumors, but yeah, they trademarked Happy Corbin. And, um, yeah, I want Dr. Shelby to return, him to have to go to, like, therapy. Um, yeah. And then, so this match happens, and then the way it happened, it was a distraction. This is one of the best distraction finishes ever, in my opinion. I love this. Boogs gets on the microphone and is like, uh... The owner of... Of the, yeah, the owner of a car with... License White plates. Mercedes license plates, blah, 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 your car is Well, it was code. King CR. So. Yeah, King uh, C, CRBN. Right. Uh, please, please come, or your car is being towed. Yeah. And then they showed footage of a fucking car being pulled up on the flatbed, and he's like, that's that's my car. Right. Like, that's my car! And then, of course, you know, Shinsuke yeah. gets the victory from that. Well, Big E. Yeah. He had the big Oh, it was it Big E that did it? Yeah, he did I the did big ending. Matter. Yeah. And Corbin loses, and then he looks so distraught afterwards. Yeah, it was it was great. Corbin is selling this so well; I love it. Yeah, and actually, like, so <coughs> I want like so they show the video package of Corbin going to Doctor Shelby, and Corbin's like, after however many weeks, he's finally like he seems like he's fixed, and he's all happy, like um, think like NXT Bailey happy, right. you know, hugging happy, like oh, that's that's what you see, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, he shows back up on SmackDown, finally, for his first match. Yeah. And, like, he's not quite as happy, but he's still kind of happy. But what gets him there is, like, he, like, hurts whoever it is. Like, he debuts a new move to, like, Uh break their leg or break someone's arm or something. It's just Jobber McJobberson, so it doesn't really matter who he's doing it to. And that's what makes him that happy, cheerful, like, then he goes and, like, hugs Michael Cole after the match, and he's that happy, like, dude. And, like, that's what makes him that happy, is hurting people. Oh, I would like that. And so then he's still, like, a heel, but he's, like, a psychotic, like... Yeah. Because it, like, it makes, like, instead of actually making him happy, it just Uh fucked, the therapy fucked him up even more. Right. That'd be great. And then eventually, like, I know they won't go that way with it, but I think that would be a really fun story that they could tell with this if they so chose. Right. So anyways, what was next, BJ? Um, Bailey's in the ring and cut a promo on Bianca. Then Bianca comes to the ring and cut a promo on Bailey. Bailey's promo was good. Yeah. Bianca's was solid. Right. And then they're going to have an I Quit match at Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was the only part I didn't like about it. As you could tell, the whole ending was so fucking dumb, scripted mm-hmm. dumb shit. Because she's like, she's like, yeah, you are in my head, but like not the way you think. It's because no matter what I do and how many times I beat you, you still come back like it never fucking happened. And I'm tired of dealing with you and I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So I guess the only way I can do it is to embarrass you in a way that you'll never want to face me again. So how can I do that? And then she decided on an I quit match, which I didn't feel like builds up to the hype and the stipulation of what she was building to previously with yeah. the whole embarrass you. Right. Like, that should be like, I don't know. 
wrong panties match, and then Bailey's wearing like old granny panties or something. Big fucking yeah, off white like that's kind of where my way head head went too. Because like, yeah, what's the biggest form of embarrassment? Right. A um, nightgown, whatever, right. or shit. Like, I'm glad they didn't do that, yeah, to too. be fair, but, like, that's, yeah. like... Because yeah, I groaned for a second, thinking, like, please don't. Right. And they didn't, thankfully. They're not mm-hmm. dumb, but... Yeah. But, yeah, the way the promo went, that's where... But I didn't feel like even of the, like, not sexual options, like, the appropriate wrestling options for a wrestling show, like, I don't feel like the I Quit match is the most embarrassing no. person. No, like... Like, maybe back in the 90s when quitting was still a big deal in wrestling, right. people didn't tap out. Or, like, a mud pen match or something. Or a slop bucket match. Those would be embarrassing. Getting covered in slop. Being covered in... in Pig crap. Right. You know. Um, those would be good. Get the Godwins back. Are they still alive? Get them back for... I, I think, think at least one I of think them one is. of them is, yeah. Hog and pig back and fucking... Alright, anyway, SmackDown. SmackDown. Um, yeah. Oh, Jimmy's seeing if, it was, or if Roman's there yet. He asked him, Heyman about it, and he's not. So. Oh, Heyman did not say that. However, I don't know how this goes on in the night. However, what I did notice of intrigue here was the first time they showed Jimmy Uso talking, mm-hmm. it was just Heyman there and nothing was going on in the background. Yeah. Second time, the Universal Championship was in the background uh, and Heyman again didn't say anything about right. Roman Reigns whatsoever. He just stood there, right. made facial expressions, which was great. But, like, it led me to believe, like, something's obviously going on, because Roman's here now, because there's his belt, and it right. wasn't there during the previous segment. Nice. So, or at least and I'm then, pretty sure it yeah. wasn't. But then Jimmy's like, I'm going to go call out Edge and beat him up, so that's going to happen. Uh, then we got a last man standing Money in the Bank qualifying match. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Again. Yep. Like, this is the... But I know this is again and again and again, but, like, these two... I don't care. This is the one that's okay. Yeah. Like, I will watch these two once a month, every month, till they retire. If I want, if they, they want to, I'll be okay with that. Right. And I do feel like they're trying, by the end of their careers, to go through every stipulation within WWE. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. Yeah. They're getting there. They might. I mean, maybe that is what they're going for. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. And then they can finally... They, I think one should retire the other, and they should have a coffin or a casket match. Or casket matches in WWE. Right. But, yeah. That's what I think. Casket match. Okay. Right. Dope. That would be kind of cool. And it's been a long time since we've had a casket match. Right. Saudi, one of the Saudi shows, I think, was the last yeah. one I remember. Yeah. In WWE, I mean, because we're about right. to have one on AEW. Um, Edge is interviewed about what Jimmy wants to do, and he's like, it's probably a trap, but whatever. And then, um, (laughs) uh, Corbin's, um, gets made fun of by Rick Boogs backstage. Oh, okay. This is where I didn't get to see. So okay. I was in bed. And then Sonya comes down to the ring. Sonya oh, no, I did build. see this. I saw okay. Sonya come down. Okay. 
And then um, she's going to announce the next person, the next woman in the uh, Money in the Bank. Yep. And it is uh, a returning Zelina Vega. Which shocked the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading because I just assumed this was going to be someone else that was only there for Liv Morgan to come out and challenge. So I wasn't really Mm -hmm. paying attention. And I'm reading. And I was like, I can get a few pages in here before... Something I actually want to pay attention to happens. Yeah. And then I heard Zelina Vega, and I'm like, wait, what? No way. And I looked up, and sure as shit, there on my TV was motherfucking Zelina Vega yeah. on SmackDown. Right. Which was shocking. Yeah. But I'd heard the rumors. There she right. is. So, all right. Sure is. And then uh, Liv Morgan comes out pissed. Right. Because she's like, all right, now you match, you know, you, uh... They did say last week she got into the match if she won, and then didn't put her in the fucking match, so I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I thought they did last week, but maybe, I don't know. Um, So, Liv ends up challenging Zelina to a match, and um, Liv ends up winning that. Right. She did. She pulled the tights, though. Of course. Um, Seth Rollins comes into... Uh, Adam and Sonia's office, and um, yeah. Oh, and Seth wants Seth's still bitching about Edge getting the title opportunity. Yeah. So that's not um, surprising. And then Sonia's like, "Well, instead, we'll give you a qualifier for Money in the Bank." So he's actually going to face Cesaro. For the Money in the Bank qualifier. Yes. yes, okay. I did see this. I still saw this. So, yep. okay. And then we got Angelo Dawkins versus Otis. I saw Otis's entrance, mm-hmm. and they went to commercial, I think, before okay. Dawkins. And this is, yeah, this was yeah. the last thing I saw. Okay. Well, Otis picked up the win. Okay. So. I'm not surprised. They've been pushing him since his new deal with Gable. Right. Um, his Jimmy's, book. okay, yeah. And Jimmy's... Um, Backstage with Heyman again, asking where Roman is. This time, Heyman does answer and says the Triebral Chief operates on his own time. Okay. And, um, yeah. And says, Jimmy, you just need to go out and be in the main event. And so he makes his day, waited out on the ring to call Edge out. Main event, Jimmy Uso. And is like, look, Roman's not here. Edge, come the fuck down. And Edge comes down. And it's like, dude, Roman's using you. Like, don't you know this? And, um, yeah. And Edge ends up attacking Jimmy. Okay. And, um, spearing him. Yep. Most likely. Yep. That's his move. And he just beat up Jimmy and Roman didn't show up. Cool. And that's SmackDown. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all I missed? Yeah. Wow. Seems like I didn't think I was up that late. Right. I made it farther so. than I thought. And with that, we're going to take, take a break. Because fuck you. Not really. We love you guys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're back. We're back. Um, I have a correction because it was not a mass shooting in Miami. Oh, okay. I want to apologize. It was a building collapsed. A partial. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah. A partial building That's been on the news a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's fucked. Yeah. I'm just so used to it here in the States. <laughs> you know. I saw I, another one. But yeah. There's. Um, I saw another building got evacuated, I think, yesterday. Oh, really? Because it's yeah. similar conditions, I yeah. guess. 
So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's apparently 22 dead and 126 missing. So. Still, and it's been over a week. Yeah. That's so fucked. That's probably, yeah. It's been, yeah, NPR's been all over it. Yeah. It's been so a, sad. A daily deal in yeah. NPR. Well, I guess we'll anyway. go on to news and rumors yeah. for wrestling. Great. Um, I don't have a whole it's lot weird. this week. Okay. So let me just get through what I do have here. Um, so Samoa Joe, um, I got the quote from Fightful. I don't know what he was, okay. where he was at, but he ta- was talking about how he loves to put AJ Styles in the cocaine yeah, clutch because too. of a shampoo. Right. He says, when he goes lavender to the body shop and gets the good stuff, trust me, it's a good night for me. When I'm driving <laughs> home at night, I don't feel so bad about all the horrible things I did to the people I care about. <laughs> it's like, Joe's so fucking good. Yep. I love it. Um, uh, we talked about that. There have been more and more screenshots going around lately of Sasha Banks liking, um, and more and more anti-vax, anti-mask, pandemic shit. Stupid. Dumb. Um, let's see. What's you got? Um, I don't know. My phone's being in take here. Okay. Um, MJF, I did have this, I found this, um, actually while we were recording, uh, MJF, or in between, MJF versus Sammy Guevara main event, Yeah, peaked with 926,000 viewers, uh, in the 18 to 49 Mm -hmm. demo, which is 517,000. Nice. Um, and then in, uh, overall... Raw did 218,000 for the 35 to 49, mm-hmm. and AEW ended up being at 215,000. So they were only 3,000 away for like the second time in a row. That's crazy. And for the whole show and mm-hmm. the demographic. And yeah, for that peak with Guevara, you know, the show was 215 and they peaked at 517,000. So yeah. that shows that, like, hey, the key demo that you want. That you're interested in grabbing likes MJF and Sammy Guevara, so maybe you yep. should have these guys wrestle more. And Jungle Boy, uh, and Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, their peak was only two hundred seventy-seven thousand. Yeah, but that. But was to be fair, it was on Saturday. a Saturday night comparatively, right? Where they did six hundred forty-nine. Right. They peaked at six forty-nine, and Sammy peaked at nine twenty-six total. Mm-hmm. So yeah, three hundred thousand difference and a thousand. Or two hundred thousand difference, on, or three hundred thousand difference on the key demo right. between Dynamite on Saturday and Dynamite on Wednesday. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, I I actually had um a rumor that I forgot about. Okay. Um, until just right this second from PW Insider that says that Zelina Vega is going back full-time with WWE and could Mm -hmm. appear as early as SmackDown this week. (laughs) That's excellent. Um, uh, Wrestling Incorporated has said that Vince McMahon's publicized uh, performance center visit has led to a lot of unease among talent there that they might end up losing their jobs in the near future. So there's a lot of yeah. discomfort and worry there. Oh well, uh, yeah, which kind of sucks. That's like, well, we sense. both listened to the Jericho podcast this week with Lana. And, yeah, um, she said the same thing. Like you always had that fear in the back of your head that you were in your you fire. never knew. Yep. So yeah. 
Uh, Xavier Woods asked for a week off, and that's why WWE did the injury angle in the Hell in Cell match. It's because he needed one week off. Um, there's an expectation that Raw tag team title match will be added to the Money in the Bank, uh, along with a women's tag title match to be scheduled to the show as well. Uh, and per the observers, my last thing, Carrying mm-hmm. Cross, Tony Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, and Odyssey Jones all worked dark matches before SmackDown this week. Nice. I saw that. Who's Odyssey Jones? I don't know. I do not know. Well, I'll look up Odyssey Jones. Why don't okay. you tell us your news and rumors for this week, BJ? What's left? Uh, Tommy End, the former Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Um, has announced that he made a sponsorship deal with Hayabusa, which is a maker of, like, combat equipment. Um, they also have, uh, like, contracts with Disney, um, for the Marvel movies and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, uh, got married on, I do believe, Wednesday or Thursday this week. So, they are officially married now. Um, Darby Allen is confirmed that he will be in the new movie Jackass 4. Okay. And, uh, it's kind of cool too, because the article that had it, it was, they had him under celebrity cameos, which was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Because, you know. Right. I don't know. I thought that was neat. I think it's neat. Yeah. Um, Sanjay Dutt is joining AEW as a producer, so he'll be backstage. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Allison Kay has recently pulled out of a uh, local independent show because um, there was a promoter that has been defending that Joey Venom guy. Yeah. Who's like the convicted pedophile. Right. Yeah. And she didn't want to be a part of she that didn't shit. Want to be, right. right. I don't blame like, her. Fuck you. I could see not wanting to be involved with that too professionally. So, right. yeah. Um, I already talked about that. Oh, Joey Janela. Um, we talked about uh, him going into the school last week. Um, where Drake Wirtz was where, yeah. preaching masked right. children. Well, apparently Drake Wirtz is actually... by the invisible... Yeah, he actually texted people. Joey and uh, like thanked him for I coming. I about this, yeah. And all this, like, yeah, it's hilarious. Maybe he he's, thinks Joey's he's actually born again. Right? Oh, yeah, he keeps thinking... He keeps working him. It's so great. Why not? Yep. Have some fun. Mm-hmm. Have your fun. Shoot your show. Um, John Cena uh, has said that he's rethought um, about having kids and oh. he might have kids in his future. Fair enough. So, yep. Um, oh, there's another wedding as well. Kylie Ray uh, has gotten married to another wrestler. I don't know who he, His name's Stevie Boy. Okay. I don't know who he is. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of people, we don't know who he is real quick. Yeah. I can tell you about Odyssey Jones. Okay. He was a former football player. Okay. Big looking dude. I'd say football maybe or football? Football. Okay. Uh, American. He played in college. Okay. I would guess uh, probably a defensive or maybe oh, an okay. offensive lineman or yeah. something like that. Decent looking guy. Defensive back. He, decent look to him. Yeah. Um... He's been in the performance, working in the performance center, training there for a while now. I don't know how long exactly. Apparently, we should have known him, but don't. He was going to be, apparently, he was part of the NXT Evolve 
series that was filmed oh, okay. in February, but then got delayed because of WWE's move over to Peacock, and they still okay. released it. So apparently he's part of that because there's been pictures uh-huh. of him uh, along with those guys, okay. the other guys from that series. Okay. So nice. he's definitely the biggest of those guys. Nice. Uh, maybe not the tallest, right. uh, but like muscle mass he looks mm-hmm. like he's the biggest dude like i said he looks like he's a defensive back okay. or a, a offensive lineman or something nice a lot of muscle on the nice. dude he looks good looks like he looks like a wrestler so yeah, yeah we'll see what comes of that sorry mm-hmm. now what else you got for us bj um shack thinks that Shaq. uh there could be a match between him and paul white soon you're dead and right. um paul white responded that he's not hard to find so they teased this in WWE before, but maybe it could actually happen now in AEW since Shaq right. wrestled there. Yep. Um, I know we uh, reported previously that Kenny Omega hasn't been feeling well. He's got some ongoing issues and stuff. I saw this and forgot to flag it. Share the good news, yeah. DJ. Um, but apparently he is feeling a lot better. Um, Not 100%. Because he had, yeah, he had an athletic hernia. Yeah. And he's been going through um, stem, stem cell treatment and PRP therapy. And it's been helping him a lot. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Which is probably why the Jungle Boy match was <coughs> better than a normal Omega right. match as of late. Yeah. If he was feeling better, he was able to perform better. So, yep. yeah. Um, the tag title match uh, between Penta and Eddie and uh, the Young Bucks is going to be a street fight now. Mm-hmm. So that'll be dope. Yeah. And last thing I have, okay. speaking of tag teams, um, WWE has com- been slowly compiling their 50 greatest tag teams of all time. Okay. Um, and they finally released the top 10. So I don't know if you saw these. but No, I did not. Um, the top 10 is the British Bulldogs. Okay. Uh, Brothers of Destruction at 9. Okay. New Age Outlaws at eight. Okay. The Usos at seven. Okay. Legion of Doom at six. Okay. The Dudley Boys, five. Okay. Edge and Christian, four. Okay. The Hart Foundation, three. Okay. The Hardy Boys, two. Okay. And number one, it's your boys, the New Day at number one. Greatest tag teams of all time. So I don't think my list would be that way personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna argue against any team on the list. Yeah, I think just because of how short their run really was, that was good. The Legion uh-huh. of Doom's a little high on that list. Uh-huh. Their good stuff was outside of WWE. That's their true. best stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like both the Usos and the New Age Outlaws should be a little bit higher. The okay. Usos maybe. Yeah. Like, or the Outlaws may be only that spot because of Legion of Doom, but like, right. I feel like the Uso should be a couple spots higher. I feel I like they should be one of the top five, personally. Yeah. But it's hard to argue any of those teams in the top five is not right. a top five. Maybe the Hart Foundation, just because they weren't together for... Because I'm assuming they mean specifically Brett and Jim Neidhart. Probably. As a team, and yeah. not like the faction of right. later on of the Hart Foundation. Right. Hmm. But, no, I... Ne- um, you know, and it's hard to argue against the new day, right? That's how, yeah, I I agree. Like for longevity, I mean, look at how long they've actually been doing this. And again, specifically WWE, right, right, specifically WWE. Because like 
The only other team like I can think of that wasn't a WWE team from WCW, I would even argue top ten there, would be mm-hmm. uh, Harlem Heat. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Um, but yeah. So. That's cool. Yep. Trivia. Okay, what you got? We're getting ready for SummerSlam. Yeah, um, we are. I mean, we're still a little ways off, but right. we're already getting stoked for it. Yeah. It's going to be big. There's going to be is. people there. It's going to be in that dope new stadium in Vegas, which right. I'm excited to see how that looks with the wrestling setup. Yep. Uh, all kinds of excitement coming back to wrestling here. So I thought we'd start hyping up SummerSlam. I almost said Mania. Okay. SummerSlam Mania uh-huh. a little bit early this year with some trivia. Okay. So who, who, who? is the only WWE superstar that has appeared in every SummerSlam going back to 2014. And 2014. We'll, yeah, and we'll probably be on this one, too. I'm going to guess Seth Rollins. You got it. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah. It was Seth Rollins. I didn't think you'd get it that easily. Yeah. I thought for sure you'd go with uh, Roman or whatever. But, yeah, it's yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah. All of them. Nice. Yeah. And it looks like he'll keep that going, too, because he should most likely be on this one. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he had that backstage segment uh, with Sonya and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, What's it's going to be... Pierce. I feel it's going to be Seth and Edge. That's, At SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah me too. That's I think we've talked about that on here yeah. in previous episodes in the of the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Which you can get for free. Yeah. And, like, all of them. All of them. There's a lot. And also for free, later today, you can get the July 4th tradition of the little bud episode of the best and worst of the halfway point of 2021. We'll be recording that later today and releasing it later today for us and releasing it later today for you first day buds out there. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. And I also want to throw out real quick a special shout of love to our Ugandan fans. Yeah. Because... We have been number 15 last week, the top 15. Nice. We moved back up a spot into the top 15 wrestling Dope. podcast in Uganda. Cool. So special love to our fans there in Uganda. Yeah. But for tell making us one of your yeah. top coaches. But tell your friends, your neighbors, and your enemies, and everybody yeah. to get us up into that top five. We want to beat Eric Bischoff again. Yeah. That's, that's a real goal. Really that's my real goal is just to be ahead of Bischoff again. Yeah, I don't know why. Just because that's who we beat the first time right. we were ever ranked. Anywhere in the the world. Um, But this week, instead of a late night double feature picture show, we've got a feature we haven't done in quite a while that you buds, old school buds might remember, is Daryl's Dingy. Yeah. Toot toot. There it is. Yeah. Uh, I just, this something that got me, just ground my gears this week Uh is, and and there's more to it than it just grinding my gears. I want to get into why, because I'm not just going to bitch about shit. Okay. Is I'm tired of wrestling people telling me what I should and shouldn't enjoy about wrestling, right. why I should enjoy enjoy aspects of wrestling. Like it's not your job to tell me what to like. It's your job to present the things to me and to me like what I like and don't like what I don't right. like. Like that's just how it works with any entertainment. They yeah. don't t- like like the big thing I hear constantly is like oh well they watch the ratings all the time and but like they don't do it for the Sopranos. And I'm like, yeah, but the Sopranos don't constantly tell me what I shouldn't and shouldn't be liking about the Sopranos. Right. They just put the show out and let me enjoy it as it is. Whereas, like, Chris Jericho's like, oh, if you didn't like this, then you're not a wrestling fan. You and me even joked on it before. Yeah. It's like, oh, Big Show is like, oh, if you don't like Big Swole, then you don't like wrestling. And at yeah. the same time, okay. you and me were like, well, I guess we don't like wrestling. Guess not. Right. Well, and then, 
you have half the wrestlers telling you that, and then you have half the wrestlers saying, you know, well, we're put, or, and they're putting on a variety show, so there is something for everybody, which also means there's going to be stuff not for everybody. Right. And just because you think that I should like this doesn't mean I'm going to. Like, one of the big ones is, if, like, apparently if you don't like stuff Chris Jericho does, you're not a fan of wrestling, according right. to him. And that, like, just really irritates me. He's like, no, I'm just not a fan of this one thing you did. Right. Like, in fact, there's recorded evidence of me talking about you potentially being the greatest ever. But yeah. guess what? Everybody, even Stone Cold Steve Austin, who probably is the greatest ever, mm-hmm. not everything he did was great. No. It's not how you, like, sometimes you got to make mistakes to get better, man. Right. And, like, the other thing with it that gets me is they, like, the people who bitch about why we're so interested in all the backstage going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, one... We probably would have been interested in that in the past, but we didn't have access to that, so how could we be interested in it? Yeah. Two, back then it was still kayfabe, so nobody talked about this stuff, and now it's not kayfabe, so everybody talks. Arn Anderson's talking about the shit these days. Like, The Undertaker's breaking kayfabe and doing interviews nowadays. Yeah. That's just how the business has evolved. Right. And is it for the better? Arguable. Maybe, maybe not. But that's what it is. Right. I mean, that's how society. And then the other thing is, is like, for me personally, and I know I'm probably a small subset, and I think you might agree with me on, I think you Mm -hmm. might agree, I don't want to speak for you, so Mm -hmm. if not, speak up, but I think you'll agree, is that that's the real shit, right? and that's what I want. Like, we've talked about it before, like, the Mm -hmm. stuff that, to me, gets over is the stuff that seems real, the people that are their character, that's real, right? Taz. He's mm-hmm. over because he's fucking real. Right. The Undertaker, even though he had magic and shit, which was kind of dumb. Like, I'm not going to argue. Like, some of that shit was oh, yeah. stupid, so but he made shit. it fucking real. Right. And that's why you believed it. Right. It's the ones that where you're able to blur that line enough and just make me question it. Like, And because there's so you know, little of that these days on the actual right. wrestling programs, we look at the shit backstage because right. that's the realness we want in wrestling. Right. Well, and you look the back reason too. Stone Cold was so over is because you believed Stone Cold was yeah. Stone Cold. And, I mean, that's kind of relevant because it's 10 years ago recently, um, but CM Punk's Pipe Bomb because there was that mixture of realness in there, you know, he called, hey, call Cabana, like, you know, that's his friend, that's, you know, saying that stuff. His contract was really ending. That's what wrestling needs He didn't know if he was going to resign, like... Wrestling needs more realness these days, I think. Yeah. There's too much, there's too much comedy, Mm -hmm. and I don't know why. I mean, I get it, it works. Yeah. And it draws an audience, but I feel like realness would draw more of an audience. Yeah, I do too. That's the stuff that's the best. Like, Roman Reigns feels real. Right. When I watch it. Right. It's, we talk about Samoa Joe. It's because I'm legitimately afraid of Samoa Joe. Like, he scares <laughs> yeah. the shit out of me because he would fucking choke me the fuck out in a heartbeat. Right. A fucking heartbeat. Yeah. And then... For no reason. Right. Other than because he wanted to. Because my hair smelled good. Right. And then you would leave your body lying in the street and go in your house and take your wife and take your kids and live your life because that's what Samoa Joe would do. Right. He could. He could. Because he could. Right. Troops would totally go for that. Like, He's a Samoa Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't blame her. Well, what would I, what would I do about yeah, it? Yeah, you would have to move in the garage. He already right? chugged me out left me in the street. Right. There's Fucking nothing shit. you can do. So, yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. But, yeah, I just, I don't know if you agree with the realness thing or not, but. I do. Like, no, I want. 
Like there's a place, just, there's a place for comedy. See, it needs to be a variety show. Exactly. But there's just not enough it. realness to it. Right. I like it as a variety show. Like, yeah, I want you know, I don't want to go as far as we've been going with like a Alexa Bliss and the Fiend Beyond before that. That's a little too much for me. Um, but if that's what the kids like and that's what they're getting, you know, your twelve and under demographic in, so you have them hooked later. I get it. It's just and that I'll everything else it. is the same rematch for no reason. Right. The same roll-up finish or distraction finish for no fucking right. reason. Right, and that's the stuff that bothers Yeah, And, like, with... And then, <laughs> but then, like, on the other side, with AEW, it's everything ends in a brawl or everything right. ends with five guys running out. Like, right. sometimes I just want a match to end and everybody to, you know, move on with their lives for a change of pace. Yep. For just that segment. Like, not everything has to break out in a brawl. Right. Uh... Afterbirth. That's what Jim Cornette calls it. Yeah. Everything comes out. There always has to be an afterbirth with their stuff. Like, why can't they just let a match be a match sometimes? Right. I and, like, agree. at first I just chuckled at it and let him go with his rants. But, like, after a while now, like, because at that point I didn't think it was that bad. But right. it's gotten more. And, I mean, NXT's guilty, too. They've got the same formula. Everything's going to break mm-hmm. out into a brawl, a pull-part brawl at some point. Right. Every rivalry does. Like, that's their gimmick. And there's always the parking lot spot. I was going to say, yeah. And a lot of kidnapping in NXT, Mm -hmm. like, that nobody ever goes to jail for. Although, again, we watched Randy Orton burn a dude's house down and nobody gave a fuck. So, because it was in the swamp, apparently. Yeah, people have died recently. But tell us what you buds think about the realism. Like, where do you stand on it? Do you think there needs to be more realism? Do you think there's enough already? Do you think there's enough variety in the shows? Do you think because there's so many different shows that are so different, that is the variety? I mean, maybe that's the argument to be made is that mm-hmm. just be, maybe we should only be like doing these other people. I mean, look at how many more people watch Sammy Guevara and MJF versus the whole rest of the show. It's like, right. what did I say? 300,000 more people? Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. So, okay, I want to pull the numbers back up. But the, see, the, well, the thing too is those are TV people. It's, I don't know. For me, because watching digitally, it's harder to flip back and forth digitally. Between channels, between channels That's true. and stuff, it's not. I mean, not harder. You're only. You might only more. for. You're only flipping to that segment though. Right. If you're only watching segments of a show, right? You're fast forwarding through the rest. I don't know how those numbers are counted. I don't. Know. And I guess you're right. With TV, you're more likely. But I still feel like. 300,000 people isn't people flipping the channel. Right, that's true. And sticking around to watch MJF right. versus that's, Sammy I heard Guevara. this was the main event, and I want to see I want to see this main event right. for some reason. I want to see these up these guys I keep hearing are the up-and-coming. What's wrestling going to offer me in the future? Maybe those well, are some get, of the lapsed fans that aren't super lapsed. Right. I still want to see a good wrestling match every once in a while. I don't know. I don't know. But tell us what you good buds think. You can hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail if the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to stop sharing where you can hit me up at because I'm not signed into it and I don't ever check that Twitter. I only check the Bud stuff. So okay. just hit me up on Bud's WW. Okay. Well, Twitter, can, email, or Gmail the same. You can get me at Beach2004. That's B W J 2004. BJ Singles Lady. BJ is single, ladies. So hit him that up. That is true. I yeah. plural single instead of ladies. Right. So Singles, we fixed lady. it. We fixed it. Yeah. He's one single. But that's to all the ladies who are also right. single. Single ladies. Right. All the single ladies. So hit BJ up in the DMs or hit us up about wrestling, not in the DMs. Right. Uh, you can catch us over at Fireside FM as well, Buds WW. All Our other podcast, Buds Don't Watch Wrestling. You yeah. got Buds to check that out. We'd love the support over there. Could use a few more downloads. 
Um, sure. And until next time, that's BJ over there. And that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Go away. Go away. Bye-bye. Yep. Okay. Now we're there. Now we're doing the sound Now check. we're doing the sound check. Nice. We were not doing it before this, and now we're doing it. Do That's it good. Do yeah. it. Do it. Do it. That's like the worst course ever for a song. I That's a new No, the better one is Mama said knock you out. I'm gonna knock you out. I think that was a better song. Well, yeah. So I remember, like, I remember I super like Hillbilly Envelope really getting into that song for some reason when it came out, and it was fucking hilarious. It was pretty funny. Yeah. That's the one right there. Yeah. I think it's the one you didn't. Fairly. You met the other. Yeah, I met two. Yes. I actually like kind of know one. Right. Yeah. He's trying to. Get I've heard. Whenever you are ready. Uh.